0: Thank you for joining us today with Newly Awakened Ministries. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us today with Newly Awakened Ministries. We are so excited to have a great friend, uh, you know, his name is Joshua Lively here, uh, and you know, we're so excited for that like, he's going to be here with us today, to join us today. And uh, so, you know, I I know I met Josh whenever we were both students at the Ramp School of Ministry down in Alabama. Uh, You know, Josh, he has gone through uh, quite a few experiences in the last few years. And, you know, he's coming out with an amazing album that is coming out. I know I've just I've heard just the intro of of the demo that he put out and it sounds powerful, man. It really does. Uh, I'm excited to hear it. Uh, I'm definitely going to buy it whenever it comes out. Uh, and, you know, so, hey, Josh, thank you so much for, ha- oh, for joining us today.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. Be here.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, today, you know, we are going to be talking about a few things about Josh and with his album, but he actually just came back from this great trip from Israel. And so, dude, can you tell us anything that happened over there?
1: Yeah, um, so this was my this was my second time going to Israel. But in honestly, uh, my honest opinion, it felt like my first. Um, So I went two years ago um, with Eddie James. We were traveling with him and uh, just assisting him with worship and things like that. And uh, so we went with him uh, about two years ago and it was a very quick trip. It was kind of in and out. Um, and in that time there, there were some really powerful moments. Like we got to see uh, the garden tomb, the dead sea, like certain sites. Um, but, you know, the most powerful part was the garden tomb for me and rightly so, right. It's, you know, the, you walk in, the tomb's empty, you walk out, you, you know, you're, you're emotional. And I, I remember talking to the Lord because I felt uh, the sense of disappointment. And I said, Lord, um, I want to come back because I feel like my time here was robbed. Um, I, not in the sense that Eddie did anything wrong. It's just very quick. I didn't have enough time to really take in anything. And I was like, I really want to come back. And, and I said this to the Lord, I said, and when I come back, I want to come back with Eagle's wings. And so I, um, yeah, so I, I kind of just said that to the Lord, I moved on with life. Two years passed by and uh, fast forward, I now work for Eagle's Wings and I just got back from the Holy Land a second time. And what the Lord taught me through that was this, he really does hear the small prayers. He really does hear the small requests and he remembers them. Not only does he hear them, he remembers them. And what the Lord taught me was that it, it wasn't that he didn't hear me. It was that he answered my prayer right away, but it took me two years to walk into the fullness of it, mm-hmm. and so he set me on a path for two years that led me to the fulfillment of of this prayer of this desire of my heart. And so, uh, let that be encouragement to you today that he does hear you, he does see you, and even though you don't see the fulfillment of it, you're you're more than likely walking into the fulfillment of that. So, um, with that being said, I just got back, and it was. Um, there aren't enough words. There, there really aren't. There, um, I feel like my paradigm for the Bible and for Jesus—I mean, for the whole—the whole, the whole thing—I felt like was shattered um, because I'm no longer reading Scripture and and imagining what the scene would have looked like or the the space would have looked like. You know, I was there. I, I got to see it. I got to understand the context. I got to see how close one site was from another place you know and you're in my mind I'm like man they were on these long journeys and it took months and years of travel and literally like some of them were like right down the road from each other and so it really in a geological sense put a lot of things into perspective but on a spiritual level um, even more so you know you're reading passages like who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, those with clean hands and pure heart. And we read that. And in our culture, we have this, it's, it's a metaphor for us, right? It's we're ascending into who he is. We're climbing higher into who he is and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's, it's both. And it's the metaphorical, the spiritual, I'm climbing into who he is. I'm ascending the hill of God, but it's also a real place. And I think for me, I was lacking the understanding of these aren't just, they're not just metaphors, they're places, they're actual, the valley of the shadow of death place, right? Um, and it put a lot of things into perspective for me. Um, and what I saw uh, from, the, from, the, from the Jews really provoked me because uh, we went to the Western Wall, we went to, I mean, everywhere. Um, they were always praying, right? They're, they're at the wall non-stop this is you want to talk about a house of prayer they're at this wall praying nonstop, stop day and night night and day and they're 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 believing god right and so we get up to the wall i i uh i lay my hands on the wall and you could you could feel how saturated this wall was with prayers you know and so that um there's so much more to that. I could talk for hours about it, but I came away from this trip having more questions than answers, but having understood that there was a lot of me that shifted in a positive way. And so the best way I can explain it is my heart was so heavily impacted. I'm just waiting for my brain to catch up with what happened. And so, um, again, that was, I got back like two or three days ago. So this is so fresh for me. Um, I would say this beyond words, um, People really need to go. They really do. I I believe that this is a pilgrimage that every believer should make um, because I can tell you stories about the land. I can tell you my experiences, but there's just something about being there and words don't do it justice. My testimonies won't do it justice. And I believe that it really should be a rite of passage for every believer to go. So that's my plug. And if you're interested in that, I would definitely look at eagleswings.org. Um, Bishop Robert Stearns um, uh, brought me this on this trip, and really just shifted so much of my life through his obedience, through his um, desire to sow into me and my wife, and what we're doing. So that's my that's my plug for Bishop. So
0: that's awesome, man. And I uh, you you mentioned earlier that you now work for Equals Wings Ministries. Like, what do you do? Uh, you know, on their staff.
1: Yeah. So it's a evolving slowly um when we when we stepped into the community here one of the words that we had from the lord is that we need to root ourselves and so coming into being here it was less about occupation and more about habitation so more about we we need to root somewhere we have to get rooted somewhere um because for so many years i I was moving back and forth and i believe that a majority of that was God. I believe some of that was me, some of my, you know, my aspirations or desires, but I believe a lot of it was strategy. And, but now, you know, we, we felt that it was a now word for us that it was time to root. And so we are, we are walking in, um, in community and, and learning what that looks like in a healthy context. And, um, and it, and it has its struggles and its battles. You know, we, uh, it's, it's not like we really had deep connections coming in. We had connections with bishop and his family and a couple of people from the ministry but we uprooted everything and moved here and so we're really we're in the thick of it you know we're we're really walking and learning how to understand the culture of new york which is very fast and very different than south carolina or ohio you know there's a lot of a lot of differences but um i can tell you this we're thriving because of it you know we're thriving in in the thick of it and so um so my job is on it, the title itself is, is a little loose. So my title is itinerant ministries coordinator. So I basically um, help facilitate anything travel related for the ministry. Um, outside of that, I assist um, Stephen Jinks, who is uh, basically second in command to Bishop, and um, he's a, a phenomenal man, a phenomenal worshiper. Um, and so I basically assist him as well with whatever you know, basic needs are, are needed for the ministry. And then outside of all that, I, uh, I lead worship at the Tabernacle, um, which is uh, where Bishop is the Bishop of, right? So, um, so me and my wife serve there as well. And so we're, we're, and then also the school of ministry. So the the church, um, the church and the ministry, Eagle's Wings have a school of ministry called uh, Kairos School of Ministry. So I, uh, I assist with that as well. So we're kind of a little bit all over the place, um, which is not out of the ordinary, um, but it's stretching us and it's growing us. And so what I'm really learning in this season is more of the administrative side of um, ministries, you know, bigger ministries or bigger, um, you know, missions or whatever, you know, it's like, I'm normally the guy on the stage, but what I failed to see was the 30,000 steps that it took for that event to take place. And so, um, but beyond all that, I think really community, like we're we're being, um, we're grafting in, if you will, and we're learning and we're acclimating. Um, It's very cold in New York um, and I've lost my wedding ring twice because of the snow and my wife actually found my ring today. Um, before I got home so God is God is with us
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> yes it's like it's like so where's it at in the snow I don't know I'm <laughs> <Somewhere. laughs> it's like the Lord it's with the Lord it's in the Lord's hands now <laughs> Lucky,
1: I'm like I'm my Lord put it in my pocket when I'm sleeping I don't know yes. just bring it.
0: <laughs> yes yes that's awesome yeah. and then yeah and you were just telling me you guys got married like four yeah. and a half five months ago right
1: yeah, so we got married September fourth, man, and so we're, you know, all things new. You know, we're uh, we we are one, but in the in a practical sense, we are learning how to be one, walking yes. in intimacy and community in in our own house. You know, um, and, and you know, just the basic married life stuff. You know, who's gonna wash the dishes today? You, you know what I mean? Um, but we're we're really so thankful. We're in a really um, great community that is really invested into our marriage and um and we're growing man we're god you know god is with us and he's teaching us and um we're learning from our our you know trial and error we're we're learning from the successes and the failures but um but we're in this for the long haul you know it's eternity so we're we're excited
0: so i'm going to give a little twist on it really i don't know i know we didn't talk about if you could give advice to any newlyweds what would it be anything that you've learned in the first like almost half a year
1: yeah, uh, I would say die to your preferences. Um, there's so much you could say. Um, I, die to yourself and learn how to serve. Um, I, I thought I knew how to serve being in ministry for over 10 years. You know, I can set up chairs and I can clean this and I can do that. Um, but it's it's a whole nother thing in marriage. And so um, I, I believe that marriage brings out... Um, Everything. I believe that it magnifies everything. So even in that space, um, make sure that you are, um, you know, it's not about hiding anything. Make sure you're honest. Make sure you're open because it's going to happen either way. It's going to come out either way. Um, But make sure that if there are things that you're walking through or dealing with, um, if you're engaged or you're looking to be or you're dating or whatever, make sure that you take those moments very seriously um, because you could be better prepared to be someone's spouse. um, If you put a little extra time into building your character and allowing the Lord to, um, to refine you. And then, then again, you know, honesty, integrity, um, you're not really going to hide anything for long. So you might as well just be real and be honest. And uh, um, yeah, there's so much, man, there's, there's, that's a, that's a big one for us. And, um, and, and, I don't think there's a such thing as a perfect marriage. You know, I mean, there's a biblical perfection. Of course, there's a love your, love your, uh, love your wife as Christ loves the church, which I am learning how to do that. And honestly, it's making me, um, I am better for it because I'm realizing the inconsistencies in my walk. I'm realizing, you know, I can, I can serve at the church, but I can't serve my wife when she wants to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're walking through this and, um, you got to give yourself grace to grow yeah. and, um, and you got to die to yourself. And so, um, there's probably a thousand other things I could say, but I would, I would say those are the few key things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. And I'm so glad that, yeah. you know, even just so, you know, early on you're, you're, you're getting the, the, root, the, the root of it, the good foundations of it, you know, uh, and I know a lot of it is coming from a place of overflow you know, what, you know, what you have in your secret, secret place from the Lord, like, you know, what you receive is what you reflect. And so you're receiving from God, usually it overflows in almost every part of your life, especially your marriage. Um, And so, you know, that's really cool. But so now, dude, you are coming out in just a couple days, it's going to be released your album Awakened. Yeah. Tell us about it man. I am so hyped to hear it, to listen to it. Let us let yeah. us in on a little something man. What like how how yeah. what was your process with it?
1: So, I um uh, there's so many ways to go with that question. Um so I I've wanted to release an album since I started leading worship. Uh I started leading worship in 2010 and I at the time was a horrible singer. I could barely play guitar. Um, if you even call that guitar playing at that time in my life, but I knew that I wanted to do something bigger than myself. And I wanted to create and release, um, something that would bring change, you know, and at the time I thought it was, you know, traveling the world and being on the, you know, the Christian rock star, if you will. Um, and as I've gotten older, I've realized that, um, that, that could very well be a part of whatever, um, but it's, it's not the key. And so the key is bringing people into a relationship with Christ. I mean, that's, that's it. And so um, over 10 years of my life, I've gone through many, um, many journeys, one long journey, but many lessons along the way. And what I've learned is that um, one encounter with Jesus really does change everything. Um, It's the ongoing journey that keeps us right. But this, you know, there are these initial encounters, these awakenings, if you will, these, uh, I call them spiritual awakenings, where I was once asleep spiritually, and now I'm awake. And, um, and so a few years ago, about well, about four, three or four years now, um, I came to a ramp conference, I didn't know what ramp was, I didn't know, I didn't know anything, someone invited me. I came and I remembered walking through the door and, you know, you, you know how the ramp is, right? They're, they're, they're insanely passionate and they, and they're not, it's not a flashy or a showy thing. It's genuine and it's authentic. And so I walked in and I was really, um, I don't want to say freaked out. I was intrigued because I saw people that worshipped harder than I did. And I thought I worshiped hard. Right. And what I found myself saying was this, and I said this internally to the Lord, I said, I don't love you as much as I say that I do. And, and it really led me on this journey of diving deeper into the more of who God was. Um, Long story short, that led me to becoming a student of, of the Ramp School of Ministry, who I'm forever thankful for. Everything before. Um, and through that space and prior to that time, there were songs written, you know, there were journeys, there were lessons, there were seasons. Um, there are songs prior to RSM that I wrote. There are some songs on the album during my time at RSM. Some of those I, I released for the first time during our morning prayer sets. And uh, and then there are a few that I wrote after the fact. And so it's, it's kind of just a compilation of all of these different timelines in my life, but they all have a central theme. And I believe the theme is that I was awakened. You know, I was asleep. I um, didn't know I was asleep, but all of a sudden I was awakened and I realized that there was something so much more than what I knew. And so for me, the hopes of the album is this, that it would be a, a conduit for awakening. It would be a sound of awakening that would be um, released and that it would awaken people, man. And and that's as simple as that. It's a play on of words, if you will, but that's what I believe. Um, you know, and when I mean spiritual awakening, I don't mean, I don't necessarily mean this euphoric encounter. I believe that happens. I've definitely had plenty of those. I I'm all for it, but it's understanding that there is more to Jesus than probably what you understand. And, and, and I would say, there is more, you know, it's not a, if it's, it, it, there is, there's no end to who he is. And so that means that as a believer, I can wake up every day, knowing that I can journey deeper into who he is. I can journey farther with him. You know, he talks about wanting to walk with us in the cool of the day, like Adam, it's like, it's a journey. And so my desire uh, for this album is to impact the believer and the non-believer, because I believe that there are songs that will call um, call sons and daughters home, but I also believe it is a song that will uh, there there are songs that will bring reformation to the body of Christ. And I believe now more than ever we we need a reformation in the body of Christ. That's not to say that Jesus is faulty; it's to say that we we as a church we have our issues, we have our things, and I believe that if we would look more like Jesus, we would see a lot less of them. And so um, my desire is to write songs that would call people into intimacy, call them into a depth with the Father, but would also call people out of complacent living. And so my, my motto, if you will, is eradicate complacency and instigate awakening. So it's living a life that calls people out of complacent living and awakens them to the fact that Jesus is real, that God is real, that loves them and is pursuing after them and wants a relationship with them. So um, the creative process is, is a 10 year journey of, uh, of scratch sheets of paper and late nights. And one of the songs on the album, probably one of the most profound songs on the album. Well, there's a few, but there's one of them called Industry. And it is one of those songs that will probably get me in trouble in some way, shape, or form with somebody somewhere. Um, I wrote it in 30 minutes when I was living in Mississippi after I graduated from RSM. I, it was like at 2 a.m. I wrote this song. I was just thinking about the music industry and how Christian music is so um, has been so diluted or perverted um, for money or for uh, popularity's sake. And so I wrote this um, really insane song um, that, I I get to release on March 18th with the album. And so I wrote it in 30 minutes. And so there are songs that took a few years. There are songs that took 30 minutes. But um, at the central theme of all of them, it's this, do you know him? You know, John 17, three says, and this is eternal life, to know you, God, and to know Jesus whom you sent. And so that's my desire and my life and my marriage and, and my job and my ministry and any of it. Um, to live a life that would call people into revelation of who Christ is.
0: That's good. That's good. And I, uh, and you were saying that, you know, some songs took, you know, 30 minutes and some took years. Like what, was your typical process when you wrote a song? Was it just something that you felt like the Lord was laying on your heart or something? Like you said, you were being inspired by one day, like what, how do you usually, you know, be creative or allow the Lord to flow
1: through you in that way? I believe that every season is different. And so what I learned at a young age was not to limit creativity because God is very creative. And if I will listen and I will um, abide in the vine. I can I can receive some of that creativity. And so, um, some of these songs, like uh, "Who Shall Ascend," was originally a uh, a hook that Jordan uh, Gilliam wrote at RSM, and he shared it with me. And I loved it so much. I asked him if I could use it in a song, and he said absolutely. So there, there's a song there that was co-written in a way. You know, he wrote the begin the biggest part of the song, wrote it, and then I. I put verses in a bridge around it and, uh, and it, it became a song for my heart for, for my life. It's a life song for me, but it, it was a co-written song. Right. And then, so there's, there's that, there's that element uh, there. There are songs that did take a few years. And what I meant by that is there is a song uh, there's a song on the album called never let you go. I've already released an acoustic version of it. You can find it on Spotify um, iTunes, all that fun stuff. But uh, I wrote this song, Um, I finished writing it in RSM, I released it, played it as a student, Um, but it was originally a song called Promises that I had written when I was living in Alabama a few years prior to being a student at RSM. And so during my time in RSM, I, I revisited this song, I realized that some of the lyrics didn't belong. They weren't, it wasn't complete in a way. It just didn't feel like it was there. And I, and two years prior, it was done, it was completed. I would have released it, right? But I revisited it, and a, a two, year old, two year old song turned into a brand new song and uh, turned in from Promises to Never Let You Go. So um, every song has a unique story. Um, some of them, you know, you, not all of them are super spiritual, you know, and and that's another thing I've learned is not everything is super spirit. It's all spiritual. You know, there's always an underlying, it's always in the spirit, but some of them were just ideas or themes or, um, wrestlings with God. And then some of them were the divine encounters where I, I got messed up in my, in my, you know, in my time with the Lord and these songs were birthed. And so I believe they're all birthed from, from journey's um but they all look a little differently. and I think um, the best way to describe it is the album almost feels like a mixtape. you know it's like there there's a central theme in all of them, but musically some of it sounds different um, uh, theme wise uh, outside of awakening, some of them have different edges to them. and so I feel like there is a track for every person. I really do. I feel like there is a uh, a story that someone can relate with, whether it's from track one to track twelve, and so, um, and so, yeah. So I, I hope that answered your question.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, that sounds awesome. Uh, and what did it look like? You know, the process of like recording the album
1: for you. Yes, yeah, so yeah, so that was really that was an interesting thing. So uh, March thirteenth, um, pre-COVID, so literally days before COVID. Hit the U.S. and everything shut down. I had a live recording. I did. Two, I think it was March 13th and 14th. I did a live recording and I basically opened it up and said, Who, whosoever will come, come and let's worship the Lord. We'll record these songs. Um, and then a day before the recording night, uh, this pandemic hit the U.S. as far as our media and everything, right? And so uh, I'm getting calls left and right. Hey, I'm sorry, man. I love you. I can't make it. Um, we went from expecting a full room of people to six people the first night and then like 13 the next night. And so, um, and we almost, we almost canceled it. We really did. We, we thought to ourselves, maybe, maybe that maybe this is a sign we shouldn't. Right. And, and there was just something that said, no, we need to still do this. And so we, um, we did, we did two days of recording. Um, it was powerful. Um, but we recorded it we put it on a on a flash drive and it became an afterthought for almost two years um, and in that two years I le- went through a, a you know I started dating my now wife you know I started working at a church in Ohio um, being a being an outreach director for their church I started going through these different things and the album kind of faded away to be honest with you I Uh, God had a different assignment for me. And then my, my incredible wife looked at me right before we got married. And she said, I just want to remind you that when we get married, we need to finish your album. And Mm -hmm. so, and in that moment, it, it came back and it was like, okay, well, we have everything. We recorded everything, but now we have to put it all together. We have to, you know, and so It's all recorded live. We did a little bit of overdubbing in studio. So some of the instruments were overdubbed here and there. Um, But the integrity of the songs, mostly live. Um, Most of the vocals um, were live vocals, except for maybe one or two songs. Um, But yeah, man, most of it was just this live deal. And what we're hoping to do is we did a lot of video stuff as well for the recordings. So I'm hoping to put the uh the video to release music videos of the actual moments these songs were sung paired with the songs you'll, you'll hear on march 18th um but it's it's taking a little bit longer than i expected so it'll be a uh a, a later on project but yeah man so we recorded it live in march 13th pre-covid two years later um here we are almost almost to the day uh, march 18th is when we're releasing it um and so god's doing something with twos you know he really is he uh at doing something with twos there so it's two years and two years in israel you know between israel and um so a lot of twos two years in rsm so um i don't know i need to pray into that but yeah man so that's that's kind of how the songs um came to be
0: that's awesome man and you know as you were saying that like you know that right before you were married your wife looked at you and said hey you need to finish this. This needs to get out. It reminds me a lot of, you know, something what pastor Tyler Brown was saying, uh, he was preaching at, you know, ramp church one night and he was talking about how, you know, one can put, you know, one can take a thousand to flight Two can put 10,000 to flight. It's like, it's not that, you know, the two would be 5,000 each It's this, but the other person pulls the extra 4,000 out of each other. And yeah. so, man, I'm so thankful that, you know, the Lord, he has blessed you with a woman of God that is strong and that sees what's inside of you and that you see what's inside of her and you guys pull it out of each other. Because that is so important, important, uh, probably above almost anything, uh, you yeah. know, the, the relationship with the Lord and the relationship with your wife. Um, and yeah, man. And so, you know, how can people get a hold of your album when it's released? You said it's coming out March 18th. So when, can, how can they get a hold of it? How can they listen to it, man?
1: Yeah, so um, there's still some things in development. I actually just ordered a bunch of tangible CDs today. Um, so those will be in probably closer um, to March 18th. I'm not exactly sure how um, that will be done as far as hard copies, um, but if anybody's interested in that, they can shoot me a message. I'm sure at some point I will post about it. Um, but as far as digital, I mean, everybody's digital nowadays, so um, it'll be everywhere, man. It'll be, I mean, it'll be on YouTube, it'll be on Spotify, it'll be on uh, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, iHeart Radio. I mean, any any kind of streaming platform, um, and it's just under my name, Joshua Lively. Um, so. Uh, originally I was going under lively worship and I I felt a shift in that. So I changed everything over to my, just my name. It just made it easier. People were trying to find music and they were like, I can't find you. And I'm like, Oh, just add worship, lively worship. You'll find it. Um, So yeah, on March 18th, it'll, it'll hit everywhere, man. Um, And then I'll have some CDs that I'm selling um, just as they come available and as people want them, they'll be there. So, um, and then the goal is to just fund more songs and more, um more adventures in God. You know, me and my wife love evangelism and so we and we do itinerant stuff as well. So if anyone's ever interested in having us for a night of worship or to um teach teach their church how to how to evangelize in their community or whatever. You know, we um we just want to be accessible to the body of Christ any way that we can. We um we have a lot of dreams and a lot of aspirations, but we know um that there is a call in our lives and uh, we just want to fulfill that any way that we can. But yeah, man. So it'll be it'll be all over the place on March 18th.
0: That's awesome, dude! I'm excited to hear it. If you could say what's your t- what's your favorite three songs? I know you were saying there was 12 tracks on oh. there. What's your favorite three, bro?
1: Oh man, um, oh that's tough. Um, I would say industry is 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 just in its own world by itself. Um, you satisfy me which is already released there's a, it was released as a single to prepare for the album so you can listen to you satisfy me now on all digital platforms um, and then uh, can i do two more because i they're, sure. they're like uh, there's one called oh my soul um it, yeah it's just great and then who shall ascend and um, those it is you put me in a bind because they're all so special to me I don't know if I could pick favorite but I believe, yeah, there's like, I'm thinking now there's like, I would change some of those I just said, um, like there's one called spirit of awakening. It is the focal song for the album. Um, it was the song that I was like, how can I tie all this together? Um, that one is very intense. Um, it's probably as, as intense as industry. So maybe industry and spirit of awakening are tied, but, um, yeah. So
0: that's awesome. So yeah man that that is really really good man. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to remember what I was right about to ask you. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but is there anything that you know you would like to say to everybody if, you, if there's something on your heart you're like hey, you know, you know, you just you just want to say something man.
1: Oh man, there's so much. Um I I would just say to you that there is so much more to him than you realize and it's not about it's not about works it's not about deeds it's about um, it's about being honest and being real and really choosing to walk with him in everyday life I believe that um, where you stop in your relationship is just where you stop you know we we use the analogy of ankle deep uh, waist deep all the way in and I believe that's such a valid, um, such a valid analogy. It's also scripture. Um, but even the even who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, you know, I, I do look at this journey with God as a as a deeper and a higher and a wider and you know all the paradigms. But we we can choose to climb as high as we want. You know, scripture talks about we move from glory to glory. So I would say to you, what glory are you living in? Maybe you're living in I got saved a year ago and I'm on fire for God. You know, I would say to you, there's so much more, maybe you've been saved for 20 years and you you're, you know, you're just a nominal Christian. You go to church, but there's not a lot of depth. my heart to you is to say, there's so much more. Um, It's not, it's not just locked in at a place like the ramp or another ministry. It's found in obedience. You know, you can go to those ministries, you can go to those churches And receive impartations, I believe that wholeheartedly, but, you know, I believe the days of hopping from revival to big ministry to, you know, those things have their place and they're not, I'm not, I'm not against that at all. But I would say to you that you can receive just as an impact in your house, in your, in your car, in, uh, in your room, you know, in your prayer closet, then you, you know, you could have a browns full in your home. And I wholeheartedly believe that. And I believe that because I, I, to the best of my ability, I try to live that. And I've seen people that model that, you know, Um, I would say to you, there's more. And I would, and my question to you is, why are you not pursuing the more of who he is? Has ministry hurt you? Has the world hurt you? Has whatever, what has disappointed you or hurt you to the place where you stop diving into who God is, you know, it. you can find him in scripture. You can find him in in nature. You can find him in your wife and your spouse. You can find him in the car salesman or the McDonald's employee. There's so much more to who he is. And I just want to encourage you um, to, to walk that out to wrestle with God and to figure out what that means for your life. Um, when I say spiritual, I want to come back to say this. Spiritual awakening is not a new age term, you know, it's not this weird, it can be weird, and it can be mysticism, um, but it's, it's also practical, you know, when I say spiritual awakening, you know, uh, there is only one way to the Father, and it's through the Son, you know, that, that is my message to you, Um, there's no other religion, there's no, no, it's, it's Jesus, it's Jesus or bust, and so I want to bring clarity to that, because when I use words like spiritual awakening, I believe that that could have room for misinterpretation, but it's Jesus. Um, Everything that you need is Jesus. Everything that you don't know that you need is found in Jesus. And I just want to encourage you um, to fall in love with him, to fall in love with his word, to fall in love with the Holy Spirit. You know, I believe God has called us to walk in power and authority and the Holy Spirit wants to commune with you just as much as the Father just as much as jesus and uh, i don't know what your denomination told you i don't know uh what so and so said to you but the holy spirit loves you as well and and he wants to walk with you as well to fill you and to um give you power to fill you and um life's just a lot more fun with the holy spirit so um there's a lot a lot more that i could say um and 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 i'll say one more thing and then i'm done. You are not called to be a Christian just to be a Christian. You know, the word says that we, when we were saved, when we received Christ, that we received a ministry of reconciliation. Um, And as much as I love ascending into the hill, hill of the Lord and diving into the depth of who he is. It's not just for you. It's for the people around you. It's for your, your employees at your job. It's for your, your classmates. It's for, it's for the world. You know, It's the Great Commission, and it's not a work to be fulfilled. It's a life worth living. Um, you weren't saved or brought into the kingdom. Let me say it that way. You weren't brought into the kingdom. You weren't grafted into the tree of God just to be on the tree. You were grafted and given a understanding, a revelation of the love of Christ, so that you could be moved with compassion for those that aren't on the tree yet. And so that's my, my desire. Spiritual awakening is more, than, is more than just a me thing or a you thing, it's a them thing. And so my prayer is this, that you would know him and that you would make him known. And uh, I believe that that comes through intimacy. I believe that that comes through community I believe that that comes through discipleship, and I don't believe that there are any shortcuts in the process. It's a life of walking with him and choosing to love him and be loved by him.
0: yeah, that's really good Josh and um, you know, I believe that you know we have similar hearts, you know almost kindred hearts when it comes to like awakening uh, to the people I mean like you know even with you know your album with Awakening, you know our ministry that you know me and April, we founded a couple of years ago with Newly Awakened Ministries. Our uh, main, the our, the intro to our mission statement is to awaken hearts to heaven's daily encounter. Because like yeah. you were saying, it's, it's, mo- you're more, you're not becoming a Christian just to be a label of a Christian, but you're there <clears throat> to be in a relationship with the Lord. You're there to commune and to hear from heaven, to, re- you know, to receive what God has for you and to release it on the earth. Because, you know, we have, we matter. You know, the things that God, he's wanting to do, he, he, he has really, he has big dreams and big intentions for us. I mean, God is more passionate you know, for, for the, for the things of us and for the things of heaven to move through us. Then sometimes we are, but yes, it's really yes. great whenever we can get, catch a glimpse of it and actually receive some of that passion and receive, yeah. you know, just like you were saying, like that awakening to say like, God, I know what you, that you are real. I know that you are doing something that you are doing something bigger than I know bigger than myself and because because all the glory points back to him and you know even with today i was going through you know psalms 77 through i believe chapter 85 and through the end chapters of the psalms a lot of them were just saying lord let your face just shine upon us let your face just shine upon us you know almost to the to the part of the blessing like you know they were saying like you know Defend us, don't stay still. It's like, and let your face shine upon us, like, let us be in your image. Um, and that's what I always see, like, you know, Lord, let us be in your image, let us be in your sight, let us be in your care. Um, and a lot of it I was reading from Psalm 77, which you know, the first half of the chapter, this man he is going through despair. Asaph is going through a lot of despair, and he is just getting so disappointed he he is getting so discouraged and then he says wait a minute I'm going to change my thoughts and I'm going to remember what the Lord has done for me I'm going to remember that his works are good how he has rescued us how he has saved us how he has delivered us and even when we were in the hardest places of our life even as a generation God you brought us out Um, and and so, like even for me, the thing the Lord, I know he's been cultivating my heart is just recently been saying, Hey, when we, whenever we have thoughts of despair, change it to thoughts of praise. Yeah. Change it to have a heart towards God and say, Lord, you know, I see you. Even though it's hard to see you in this moment, I still see you. And I and I remember what you've done. I know that you're faithful. I know that you're true. I know that you're good. And so, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I just felt like I needed to released that last portion of it yeah but yeah man Mm -hmm. i just want to tell you hey thank you so much for you know you know speaking with us for sharing your heart sharing you know your experience uh with you know your awakened album um you know can i ask you two questions real quick before i know i don't know if you have to go or not do you got some time left oh yeah i'm good okay so for one this is what i was interested in this is a little goofy. It's not that serious. What? But it has to do with the album. That's why. What was the demo, uh, or what was the song on the on that demo? The one that's like like it's super catchy. What 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 song? What does that what song does that belong to?
1: Are you talking about the uh, the original song, uh, for the like the sound clip? Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about the one where it says testing one two three? Yeah, yeah. So. that's a two-part thing so so that testing one two three was a I actually found that that's not anything on the album which is you know it's kind of funny um the micro cassette player that I used had (laughs) it had testing one two three at the beginning of it I just I had a bunch of them that I had bought a while back because I like I like using them for music and stuff it's really creative and I played it And it came on this, you know, this older guy's testing one, two, three, you know, I hope this works. I hope this works. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, what are the chances that I would find a sound clip on one of these micro cassettes that just sounds that cool? And so I was like, I'm going to use it. (laughs) So so that intro, uh, that little sound clip isn't actually on the album. It's literally just a a thing that I found. But the song that comes in, that is actually the intro to industry. Um, Mm, Okay. So, yeah, and that one's going to be really fun. So there's two versions of that song. I'm actually, um, I I technically haven't announced it yet, but I'll announce it here now. Um, Friday, I'm announcing uh, that I'm releasing an acoustic version of Industry that will release next Friday as another single before the album. So you'll get to hear the acoustic version, but that big uh, guitar solo that comes in that is the intro for the full band version of the industry um so there's two versions on the album for that so yeah so that's the song man it's a little sound clip from the little micro cassette um i just thought it was very fitting i'm like i really do hope that this album works i really do hope that people hear this because what i've learned is um doing the album and releasing it is one thing that's half the battle the other half the battle is getting it into people's ears and so I'm like Lord let this work let this catch on let let people hear it let them send it on and not not just it's not a popularity thing it's not a following thing I really just want God to be made known and so we're we're walking in this space man so yeah so that answers that question all right
0: awesome that that's so cool that I, I love that man uh, then my second question to you, I know you said that, you know, you started leading worship about 2010. When did your music journey look like to get to, you to this point where you actually released your
1: first album? Uh, in what way? Like, could you elaborate on that a little bit? Um,
0: so when did you start learning guitar or do you play more than guitar? I mean, those, yeah, are the- yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, um, I got saved in 2010, uh, the summer of 2010, um, And I I started going to a local youth group. It's what I got I got saved in a youth service on a Wednesday night, Um, and I I was intrigued by the youth band. You know, I think every kid was you know in youth group. It's like unless you're super shy, you know, like the rock star. You know, and the you know you got think in the early early two thousands, it was like heavy fog machines and like flashy lights for youth groups and pizza parties, which. I think that's still common now, Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to be on the youth band, and so I pestered my pastor for like months, and I said, look, I want to be on the youth band. I want to, because he told me they were going to do auditions, and I kept asking him, and I kept asking him, and he was like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. You know, like most most youth pastors, like they just put off everything, right, (laughs) and and, uh, what I didn't realize was that he was pushing it off. Because I was a horrible musician, and he didn't want to tell me. <laughs> so I, so finally, <laughs> oh, wow, the truth is coming out. So I, I was horrible. Like, I couldn't play guitar. And I don't think I was a bad singer by any means. But i not definitely, you know, I've got almost, you know, 12 years in this thing now. Uh, but I wasn't good. And so he was trying to, like, politely not tell me I sucked by not letting me audition so finally i pestered him enough he said come on i brought my guitar because at the time singing wasn't even a thing you know i i just wanted to play guitar i didn't care about singing i would have never sung in my life mm-hmm. so i show up with this cheap uh ibanez geo black guitar and my little pocket first act amp and uh i you know and i showed up to aud- audition for this youth band and uh he hands me a microphone instead and says, get on stage and sing. And so I, uh, I get, you know, I'm like, this isn't what I signed up for. What is this? You know? So I get up there. I am like, I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to do whatever. Um, so I get on stage and um, we start rehearsing How He Loves. Cause this is in, in the season where How He Loves was very, very, very big. I um, mean, it still is, but you know, it was like the height of of like contemporary Christian churches And um, this was the same song that played a few months prior when I got saved, when I gave my life to Christ. Um, And so it was very sentimental to me. And before I sung the first lyric of, you know, he is jealous for me. Before I sung the first words, I had a vision. I had a, and to me, this was normal because I started having these wild encounters with Jesus and I thought everyone did. And it was, you know, but I had this vision. And the Lord and the vision, the Lord looks at me and I audibly hear him say, this is where you belong. And, you know, I didn't know if I'm in music or speaking or stages or microphones or, you know, in old Walmart youth buildings. I didn't know, you know, but I said, "Okay," you know, um, I went from being a not able to play musician, you know, couldn't play chords um, and a at best subpar vocalist. To leading our youth band within like six or seven months. Um, About a year and a half later, I started traveling, you know, in our community, and then years later, started traveling to other states, and um, you know, and so God is God has taken a a a small moment. I remember I'll I'll tell you this. This will help bring language. Um, I was practicing. I spent that whole summer. I got saved. I spent my whole summer in my room with my guitar. Um, after I joined the youth band, and I, I just spent hours upon hours upon hours trying to learn and trying to play and trying to sing, and it sounded horrible, and I'm surprised my mom put up with it as long as she did, and uh, I remember getting so frustrated because I was trying to learn No Sweeter Name by Carrie Job. and for some reason, I couldn't strum the guitar and sing at the same time. There was a syncopation thing that I just, at the time, had it figured out, and my brain just couldn't get it. And I got so frustrated. I started, I like threw this temper tantrum and I told the Lord, I was like, this sucks. Like, this sounds horrible. And I remember saying this simple prayer. I said, God, I, I want, this is a way that I can serve you. This is a way that I can give back to you. Cause even then my Christian ease wasn't strong. Right. You know, um, I didn't really understand a lot of the lingo now, but I said this, I said, Lord, I pray that as my, I pray that as I practice that my talent would grow that I would get better. But then I said, and this is so profound for me because I'm newly saved. I don't understand anything. But then I said this, I said, but I pray, I pray that as my walk with you increases, I pray that my anointing would grow. Mm. And, and he did that, man. I, you know, years later started traveling to different States to, you know, and fast forward 12 years later, here we are. So um, that journey is an ongoing, you know, I, I played saxophone in high school. So I, I, have that under my belt. I haven't played it in a while. Um, I'm dabbling in keys. I can play the bass because I play guitar. Um, but vocals are my primary. Um, if I had it my way, and again, it's my way everyone else would disagree, I would not play guitar at all and just sing. Um, but I've learned, um, to appreciate the guitar as well. It's, it's kind of a package deal now. And so I'm, um, my current journey is learning how to grow in my guitar playing ability. Um, I can play well, but there's a difference between playing well and being a master of something. And I just really want to grow and learn, um, in, in my understanding for the, for the Bible, for anything, God, but also musically, like, I just want to be better, you know, uh, I want to pass on some, I want, I don't want my kids to catch up to me one day, you know, um, But yeah, man, so that's my, that's my journey. And it's an ongoing one. I, I have a lot to learn. I haven't figured out everything. I I know what I know and I don't know what I don't know.
0: Well, dude, thank you for sharing that with us. You know, I'm, you know, I can tell we're definitely, we're so proud of you, man. We're so thankful, you know, that the Lord, he's placed in you, you he's embedded things in you. um, Something so sacred, you know, he's, and, I can tell that the overflow, it is genuine. It is real. It's like you were saying, like, you're not trying to act like somebody else. Um, But I can, I'm just so thankful that the Lord, he is raising up, you know, voices of awakening, even, you know, so, you know, we're, we're young, we're, we're, you're, we're so young, you're so young. I'm so thankful that God, he is doing it. And it's just, it's, it's giving examples for passionate pursuit, man. I'm so thankful that God, he's moving through you um so so beautifully man and if it's okay with you we can uh i can pray us out and we can end man
1: yeah absolutely.
0: yeah well father we just thank you for josh god we thank you for his life we thank you god just for his obedience that what he's doing what you've asked him to do god he's laid everything down over and over and over again lord i thank you god for just even the things that he uh you know that he's cut off god i thank you that you're just filling those spaces up with more of you god i thank you that that his reward is you god i thank you that i just you're even pouring yourself out and so beautifully like even with increasing more uh, measures of dreams and of visions, god i thank you just for even an increase of words of knowledge god that whenever he goes uh, to places god that you're pouring out in such a new way god i just even thank you for just even the album that's about to come out the sounds of awakening god the overflow of uh, from you to him, and now into, you know, into the earth, God, I thank you, God, that many souls will be reached, God, lives will be reached, God, I thank you that Jesus, you will be made known, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are going to be uh, encountering people, making them whole, making them healed, people will be set set free and be delivered, God. Lord, I thank you, God, just for the things that you that you have in us. God, I thank you for the things that uh, that are coming up and the time of awakening is now. God, I thank you for just the new things that you have for Josh and his wife. God, I thank you for, uh, for this, God, that where he's being rooted at, God, he will blossom. And I thank you, Lord, for all that you've done in his life and all that you'll continue to do. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. amen all right well we love you man we uh hopefully i will get to talk to you soon
1: absolutely man thank you love you
0: yeah have a great day see
1: ya. you Bye. thank you for listening to this week's Fuel the flame for newly awakened ministries you can follow newly awakened ministries on facebook and instagram you can also connect with us through newlyawakenedministries.com